Welcome one and all to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. And right now, though, we have today a special guest, a good friend of mine, Tyler Cotton. You know, y- you may have heard the name. He's he's done some roles and such, you know, you may have seen him on Netflix and a couple things, but... Besides the point, you know, Tyler, big actor, friend of mine, we interviewed him on the Film World podcast. He's here today because we share a fandom, basically nerd and comics and Star Wars and all of pop culture. We share a passion and love for. So I said, Tyler, why don't you come on to the, uh, the Comic Chronicle podcast and we can talk about Robin, a character we both love. He loves it way more than I do. He really, really does. And I talk, I'll say it here. I'll set it on the show. Tyler for Robin. Really, he's, he's perfect to play the character. I'm just going to put it out there. Me as Firestorm or Iceman, maybe, debatable, who knows. Voice over on camera, I'm here. Shh, uh, I'm waiting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we talk all about why Robin is great. DC Comics Robin, Carrie Kelly, you know, Stephanie Brown, of course, Dick Grayson, uh, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, a lot of Tim Drake love here. And also, of course, Damian Wayne, all that jazz. We talk about that and give reasons why Robin's great. Of course, like Tyler and I are known to do, we trail off a little bit, to say the least there, but give a lot of good reasons on why this character deserves to be highlighted and respected and put through comics even more, and in pop culture, such as with Titans, cartoons, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, don't worry though, we do have more interviews coming back up, don't worry. Even if you are though, don't worry. I mean, you guys have, God, this is issue 151, I think. Yeah, we've been, so you got 150 more episodes of interviews and some talk stuff and whatnot and reviews, mostly inter- 98% interviews with people from all across comics. So you can go back and check out the back catalog. Of course, so if you guys want more episodes, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or comicchronicle.hobby.com for new episodes every Monday. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can at, at DakotaMorgan3 on Twitter, at DakotaMorgan3 on Twitter, or, where I use a lot more of it, Instagram, at Dakota underscore Morgan 97 on Instagram. So thanks everyone for tuning in, and without further ado, here is my talk about Robin with Tyler. We are recording, I mean, we already know each other, but Tyler, welcome to the comic show, man. This has been a little bit of time coming here. This is the pleasantries I like to do with everybody who comes on the show, but still. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. I love the podcast, I love comic books. I love you. This is great. Sweet. We are recording just so you know, too. So I got you to I love you on record. My new ringtone. <laughs> no, I'm fucking kidding you. That sounded no, really no. weird. <laughs> oh. That's okay. I'll accept it. That'll be that'll be my ringtone, right, for you? All right. Is I accept it? Or the other way around. Oh, I love you. There we go. <laughs> now it's both yeah, on there in the soundbar. Got it. I, uh, we were here to talk about Robin, but man, I, I, I long story short, I had an ex do that to me once. All right, moving on. It's, Tyler, we're here to talk about Robin. And I hear you snicking in the back. <laughs> it's a fucking true story. She, I, every time I'm going to go off, she's like, I love you. And I'm like, oh, this is creepy. I'm going to get murdered in my sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, like, we, you, I had you on the Film World podcast, and we just hit it off from there. And we both talked about, we talked for like fucking 40 minutes after, I think, didn't we? Yeah, we talked. Well, we talked for a bit beforehand, and then we the, we talked for an extended time during during the podcast, and yeah, yeah, afterwards when we ended it, we we chatted for like an hour afterwards about random shit too. <laughs> that's that's the fun part. Like, yeah, I mean, that's usually. I feel like thinking back to most of our conversations, it's usually like they go like I never expect mm. where we end up. A lot of people can say that about me. I guess it's like, and right now I drink coffee and I have like a little pop with me too, soda for those uneducated people from outside the Midwest. But uh, yeah, it's, man, we both agreed Robin. 
and before we get any further, the promo art for the show, Tyler, I actually looked for one because I vote 100% you need to play Robin. And I actually got the promo art to look like you a little bit. I found one. I'm like, it's kind of drawn like Tyler. And I got his picture next to there. So maybe, maybe one day someone will see the connection. They'll see this artwork. Yeah, and like, I'll yes. take it. I mean, I love, love Robin. That's, that's, I, I said it in the, the Film World podcast. That's my, my dream role is to play, to play Robin. Yeah. Which I could see in the voice. I know, like, doing the podcast with the phone, such like that, and sad because it's not in person. It sounds kind of weird, but shit, man, go for voice acting. You know, like, you could try the voice acting realm of it because they're always looking for new Rob. Don't play Damian Wayne because he's just a dick. We agreed. But I think you could go for any Yeah, any I, I feel like I'm not the Damian Wayne type either. You mean you can't sound like a 12-year-old, which a slight assholeness in the voice? No. I can't. Not oh, anymore. Damn. I probably used to when I was 12. I could At least I had that part. But now I, I don't think I can do the 12-year-old Shit. voice. Um, well, speaking of Robin, I actually did like him a little bit. Because we were talking about why Robin works. We'll keep it somewhat professional. Yep. <laughs> so We'll keep it somewhat on track. Uh, why Robin works. I mean, he works in so many different facets. But before we get on, as I got to say, I have to eat my heart out a little bit. Because I've actually witnessed something I liked Damian Wayne in. Okay, I, I think I have something too, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait for yours. It might be the same thing. It might be, because this came out after we talked, and it's Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, the animated movie, one finishing up their universe, their end game, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, I just watched that the other day. I 100% agree. Oh. I watched that, and I was like, okay, I was like, I really like Damien in this. Yeah, no, there, it's not and Damien and Starfire. I know it's usually Beast Boy and Starfire, whatever, but uh, Starfire, Raven. And seeing that dynamic... Yeah, I was like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched the wrong thing. No, like, that... I loved it with a passion. I think that... If they take that type of Damian Wayne and that type of Robin and they morph it into other stuff, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm really I'm really okay with that. I really like that. Because I am a big believer in, in Raven and Beast Boy. Mm. But I really enjoyed that. Other times that I find that Damian works for me getting to the why Robin works and, and on the topic of Damien is I mean like some of my personal favorites are I really like Damien with that with Dick Grayson as Batman yeah that was a short term thing but, it, but it's forever in our hearts because man that worked out really well yeah I really I really like that dynamic between that Batman and Robin more than I like uh, Damien with Bruce Wayne mm, it's true it's true I mean yeah, because you just see, like, father and son the whole time. And more on the father and son. It's like, well, we've seen the father and son. That's with Dick Grayson and a little bit with Jason Todd until he was dead and then not. But. Yeah. And oh, yeah. What are you going to say? With, with that, too, is, I mean, like, their their personalities work so well. I mean, with, with Bruce Wayne and Damien, I feel like they're, they're so alike where they're both kind of that, like, dark brooding, whereas I found with with uh, Dick Grayson and Damien. I mean, obviously Dick Grayson is this lighthearted, jokey character, so I really like their banter back and forth with that, where Damien was kind of taking that personality of Batman, where Dick Grayson's still just kind of joking around a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, 100%. Like, it, it's something that you don't see anymore, and I wish they would have brought back, but I think we got to start at the beginning here, and well, I actually have notes because I'm a semi-somewhat professional. 
or like at least somewhere. Oh, I, I got I got Robin notes too. Oh Don't shit! Even, I got this too. We're set. Oh, my, that would have been embarrassing. It's like, hey, I'm your guest and I have notes. You have any notes? No. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um. Yeah, I got I got notes. I made sure I wrote down like some of my favorite artists and writers and and all that kind of. Oh, stuff. you went further than me. Oh, I wow. I went like kind of deep and motivational, and mental kind of state of things because. I mean, I guess I'll go first, is the thing I have why Robin works is, number one thing, it's kind of like Spider-Man, where you picture, especially for young guys, for girls, they had maybe Carrie Kelly, but then that was mostly Batgirl in that sense. But Robin appealed to so many, um, not say young boys, that sounds bad, but teenagers and little kids and whatnot, and adults, and you and I too, because it's like the Spider-Man mentality of you believe it can be you. You you know that's the thing. Yeah. Like you believe it's you, sort of thing, and you have different versions, like different ages. As you get older, kids, you get older now. We have Robin, or not Robin. We have Robin, and we're like, yeah, Dick Grayson, Robin. And then it turned into, well, you're getting older. Okay, well, the older version of you is Nightwing, and then later on it's Batman. But you know, like when you're in your twenties, is like we are. It's Nightwing, but then it, when it goes to yeah. Robin, it's like, yeah, that's me fighting crime. You know, being fun, being sarcastic. But that sort of thing like that. That's what I think why Robin works mo- mostly is for that reason. Yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, for me personally, why why I always connected to Robin is I never related to the, the dark brooding characters because that's just not me. I'm, I'm more of the, like, at least I try to be more of, like, the lighthearted, optimistic um person I, that's just who i am so i always related to that and, and robin was introduced to kind of lighten up the batman comic books yeah. back when when they introduced dick grayson so i mean they they achieved their goal there and then they killed them and said fuck you <laughs> no for jason todd oh yeah i know and then and then they've killed a bunch of them and now yeah, damien's brooding well damien died too if i remember correctly right yeah, yeah, you did. He I died. have that. I have that comic. I used to. Fuck, my sister has that one in her mini collection. The problem with having a sibling that likes comics, you sometimes give her some. Shit. Damn it. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. See, I, I've got all my comics yeah. here. I'm <laughs> not giving any of these away. You're like, fuck you. You're like, oh, Tyler, you're such a nice guy. Can I borrow a book? No. There. What well, can I have a book? No. no. <laughs> Unless I have a double, and you can borrow the double. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's yeah, I agree really hard with that. You have no idea. <laughs> like, like wait a minute. I used yeah. to then again I did let one person borrow mine and it was a Spider Man book. And it was my grandmother who wanted to read it. It was the nine eleven crumb uh tie in issue, I guess you could say. And she read okay. that. She's like, I wanna read this and she read it. And that was the one few few one of the few times in my life I've let anybody borrow a comic and she read that and she's like, Okay, I understand why you like comics. Like, mm, okay, uh, <laughs> a little bit. Um but yeah, I th- I think that's always gonna be there though. Maybe maybe with Damien, it's kind of I guess the hormonal teenager these days, and that's why people like him. Like especially younger audience members, they're like, "That's me," because I'm going through puberty and fuck you all, sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. I, I just I mean maybe it's because like I'm older now, or or that's just not my my personality. I just don't relate. To Damien, I mean, like, I, I have my, my ranks of my my favorite Robins. And uh, sadly, 
Damien is at the bottom, not that he's a bad oh. character. I find him to be, I mean, like we saw in, in the new Justice League animated movie, that he's a very compelling character, and when he's written like that, I love him. But I, it could just be because I'm older now, and I just don't relate to, to being a 13-year-old boy fighting crime, or I like, maybe I'm just not dark and brooding, but I, I see the appeal. Yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Which is the nice part, I guess, why they have so many, and maybe they didn't expect to do so many at first, because Robin works, because there is a Robin for everybody, you know? Yeah. Man. Everyone, I think that's another great, great reason why, why Robin works is, I mean, everyone, every, there's different generations of Robin, and everyone grew up with a Robin, right? Yeah. That being their Robin, because and what I love about like sidekicks as well and, and legacy characters and I think that's why like the flash really works works well for me too mm. is that you 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 grow up with with this character everyone everyone has one they're all different mm. um, I think that's another reason why why Robin works so well it's true it's true I mean no matter what I think there will be like as older Dick Grayson like if you look at older Dick Grayson Robin you know he's a little bit more on a light hearted side and then he got a little bit more serious and whatnot but I know I know, I know a lot of people tend to mix up the two but a lot of people really like Tim like we gotta mention Tim Drake though too because a lot of people tend to like him the most more than Dick Grayson a lot of times actually yeah I mean he's the first Robin with pants yeah <laughs> oh fuck that's true yeah oh no, wait. Was he? Yeah, he was the first Robin with pants. Oh God, that's the underlying history I forget about. Oh, that's yeah, true. Is the the no pants and the pixie boots? That oh. was that was Robin's legacy right there. Oh. <laughs> you know what though? We still loved it, even in the '66 Robin. We we still loved it in the comics and. Shit, I watched the actually watched the little bit of clips from under the uh, Batman under the Red Hood. Because I'm like, you know what? Let's watch some clips so from that. Good. Right, right. Like that's he even looks good so in that. Good. Oh, was there anything? Jason Todd is and, one that works too. You know. Yeah, Jason Todd. I, I mean, I haven't read much with Jason Todd as as Robin, um, as much as the others. Uh, I I got into Jason Todd more when he was Red Hood, and I mean yeah. obviously the Under the Red Hood movie is is amazing. I think the only is I just read the the Death in the Family. Not just read, but I reread Death in the huh, Family. Like what? Uh, not not too long ago, and I think that was kind of my my first introduction to Jason Todd as Robin. Mm, okay, for me. Uh, at least in the comic books, was reading, reading his death. It's like, how'd you get introduced to uh, Jason? He died. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, he died, yes. Well, I think my first introduction was obviously, uh, what was it? Was it Under the Red Hood? That, that was a it? lot of people's, yeah. That was a lot of people's induction to Jason. Yeah, it might have, it might have been that then. Yeah. Well, I when think, I was first getting into comic books, when did that come out? Even um, the movie or the book itself? Uh, the the movie, because I think when I was first getting into comic books, I was I was watching the movies first. Hmm. Are you looking it up? 
Yeah, I'll Google it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think it's oh, maybe 2010. No. Yeah, 2010. Spot on. Really? Oh shit! All right. Yeah. I yeah, love that it came movie. Out in 2010. Yeah. Man, that movie had so many good things. Between Black Mask, Joker, Red Hood, all that. Oh. It's. I mean, and then you got you got Jensen Ackles voicing Jason Todd too. Oh yeah. And Neil Patrick Harris's Dick Grayson. Yes. Like that's What a stellar cast for that yeah i mean i've seen him dressed up he cosplayed uh red hood one year i think it was last halloween he cosplayed as red yeah, hood yeah i saw that yeah yeah i might bring this that man was... into cw universe batwoman or something please <laughs> like come on that was that was so good yeah i wanted i wanted jensen ackles to be cast as batman in in the cw universe yeah, now they got some they got a different guy on there right now as bruce wayne and such but we dig we digress um, what is yeah. some of your points on why Robin works? Because we both agreed on the one, like, it's it relatable sort of thing. Well, why is it that you think it works? Well, I, I mean, like, yeah, we hit on we hit on the big ones. I mean, for me, the big one, which I, I had already mentioned, is that it's, you, you grow up with this character, and this mm. character changes along with you, I think. With, with Batman, he's, he's always Batman. He, he, Bruce Wayne is always uh, Batman, except for when we had it, when Batman was Dick Grayson. But for Robins, you go through Dick Grayson being Robin to Disco Suit Nightwing to Nightwing <laughs> yeah. to to uh, Batman, and then he was Nightwing again, and then he was Agent Thirty Seven or something like that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we ignore that Agent okay, Thirty Seven. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of we'll, it. Yeah. We'll skip over. We'll skip over that. that new i liked red robin i gotta put it out there i i actually a lot of people gave him slack i I actually liked red robin but you do make a good point it is that growing up phase with them like we get that with a few different characters and oh shit what were some of them (sighs) spider-man is one i know that because you grow up because he's grown up a lot i mean like you you got the flash as well with uh with the many iterations of the Flash, yeah, Jake Eric, yeah. oh yeah, Barry, Wally, Bart, um, I mean, like with with Wally and and Bart specifically, you got to grow up with that as well. With yeah. who's your kid, Flash? Oh, and and Wallace West now as well. Yes. Um, yes. Who's your Who's your kid, Flash? And then, well, Wally West became Flash, and he had that super long run as as the flash with with uh mark wade and jeff johns writing mm. and which which are amazing and, ones, yeah. and then the new 52 but then you also got wally in in rebirth and flash forward and and all of those comics as well so it's that's something that i really relate to is growing up with a character yeah that's true and you don't get it that often but the few times you do it's so good Oh, there's another one. Um, yeah. Before I forget it, Green Lantern. That's one in DC too, where it's yeah, gives one for everybody. Um, you grow up with them a little bit, like Kyle Rayner. I've had on Ron Mars who helped create the damn guy. And let me tell you, that was a fun conversation. 
I think it was about a few months ago now, maybe a year ago. And we talked about Kyle Rayner and people growing up and evolving with him and stuff like that. Because he always had Hal, he had John. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Kyle was that kid that was growing up a little bit in his 20s and also becoming a Green Lantern and find himself. It's that whole evolving yourself with characters that Robin definitely does. And he's all, and they're always doing it. Like, no matter, I think if there's a, say, reboot of the universe or if there's an alternate storyline and shit like that, you're always having that, except for The Dark Knight Returns. That's, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> that one, that, yeah. that, that Dick Grayson we don't talk about. He's, yeah, mm. Uh, oh God, I still don't even know what he was. Well, and there's 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 so many iterations of Robin that yeah. you can grow up with as well. I mean, like yeah. like like myself, if I don't relate to Damien or to Jason Todd, well, I relate to Tim Drake or I relate to to Dick Grayson, and those are stories that I can follow and grow with, which is yeah. which is what I did when I was in when I was in high school reading comic books. Who was your high school? I was gonna say high school sweetheart. Well, I guess you could say who who was your high school sweetheart, Robin? Uh, it's Tim Drake. What, it was been, Tim. The first comic book I ever owned was uh, Robin issue thirty one. I still have it. Oh shit. Um, he was always always my Robin. I mean, even from the New Adventures of Batman and Robin. Wait, that's the one? Yeah. That's the one with Tim Drake, right? Yeah. Uh, Tim's been everywhere, man. I think he, that was Tim even in Young Justice back in the day. So he's been everywhere. So you name a comic, it's probably fucking Tim. Yeah, it was. it's always been... Tim Drake's always been my my Robin. Mm, he was the one for such a long time, too. I think he was Robin. Yeah. He was so many people's Robins. Like He was the main one on there for, God, the mid-2000s until probably New 52, I think. Hey folks, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break, but this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are a comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show. You guys like comics and you like reading them in person. Well, let me tell you, go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you, I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be, comics. It's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them drawntocomics.com or find them on social media on the number 623-847-9090. You give them a call. Definitely, guys, I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully, you guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through. Remember, guys, Drawn the Comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital too, so it's a little bit of a toss-up. Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm going to take it back to future me. I think. Yeah, and I mean, he was the first Robin with a solo run. Oh, he was! And that was the book you were reading too that we were mentioned earlier before the recording. Yeah, that's right. He had that run. We mentioned yeah. it. And I still have to... I'm trying to actually look for those. I think my sister owns the holographic cover ones we mentioned on the film show before. So I'm going to see if I can get those, yeah. and then I'll send them to you. Yeah, I've got, I've been, I've been, I just ordered the, like, the graphic novels of them that they stopped um, making, sadly. So I'm going to try and get uh, however many they made of those to read those. Because I've mm. read, I've read every one from the one year later on. Jesus. So I'm trying to re- trying to read the 
the earlier ones with with Chuck Dixon wow. writing, and and I've I've gone through. Oh, what did I? I've gone through the first two, and then I have the two of the miniseries as well that they wrote for Tim before they made a solo series for him that were also really good. That's true. That's very true. Oh, man, people still talk. I'm glad those are still living on, too. People talk about them. I see comic book channels do them, like Comic Pop. They did a back issues on one. It's a whole lot of shit. Um, one of the things I think, I want to know if you agree with this or not, is one of the things I think Robin does well, and I think why he works again, too, is the fact he's such a bright light in a lot of fucking darkness. I, a lot. And that's why I think people tend to latch on to Robin. It's like, yeah, he's this kid. He's like, like we mentioned before, you know, he's funny. He's outgoing and whatnot. Both of the things we kind of are, or at least we think we are. But but besides the fact uh we think we're funny and outgoing and such, and we try to be. And, you know, charismatic and all this stuff like that. But meanwhile, the world is darkened to hell around them in Gotham and whatever apocalypse things happen. And so I think it's why Robin works is because he's always that – Good or she, because Carrie Kelly was the same way too. We can't forget about her. And amazing, she was. Yeah, and and Stephanie Brown was Robin for a while. Too. Oh shit, that's right, she was. Ah, that was a good yeah, little family. Can, yeah, that was that was for a little bit. She, because that's when Kim retired for a bit. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then, and then came back. Yeah, but I I one hundred percent agree with that. And those are always characters that I'm. I'm really drawn to mm-hmm. uh, those, like the super the super bright ones. I mean, Batman is a is a very dark dark character, and 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 Gotham is shown to be this like crime ridden city. And it's, hell, just hell. Yeah, hell. And it's it's nice to have those lighthearted, jokey characters. Uh, that's I mean, that's why I like Spider Man works so well as well. As he's He's uh, lighthearted. He's he's quippy and witty, and mm-hmm. and I think it's the same thing for for most of the Robins. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Well, yeah, we got to say most because you're like, who's lighthearted and quippy? Well, Jason was. Yeah, Jason was. He was before our time for one, and then two is he's not no more. He's a little bit quippy, but he's like a Punisher. So I mean, I don't know if he counts anymore, but. The thing with, yeah, it's just this whole thing with that. I don't know why. I think fun, quippy characters, and people tend to hate those sometimes, but you and I both agree on that, and a lot of a lot of people do. You need that fun quippiness, you know? You always need that fun little quippy character, because if it's all 100% dark and bleak, you're going to want to read it or watch it. Yeah, well, it's, it's like a, a, a classic Shakespearean method i i don't know like the actual name for this method oh, you're going deep when things are getting really dark like they they'll introduce a little bit of humor yeah right because it lets it lets you breathe a bit where you're like okay it's dark it's dark it's dark and oh my gosh that's really funny you're like oh that's a that's a fun little skin and that's why that's why robin was introduced was to bring bring that lightheartedness to to batman yeah yeah and that's why to, to quote tim batman needs a robin Oh, always. And if you don't have one, it just doesn't work. I mean, it's worked since the 60s, right? There's a reason why. Yeah, and we've we've seen in the comic books yeah. kind of what happens when he doesn't have one. We saw with the, the death of Jason Todd, and we yep. saw 
what happened when when Damien died, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Batman built a hell suit and went to hell. Like, like there there's a literal metaphor there. Yeah, <laughs> he who was Dante Inferno was it Hell or Apocalypse? I think he went to Apocalypse. Well, oh, same shit. Listen, it was Apocalypse. By it correct, yeah, but you know what? They can be considered the same thing. Let's be honest with ourselves. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's true. Before we get any further, though, did you see that picture release today? That oh, that uh, that Zack Snyder posted. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I did. I am. I'm really excited. So am I, man. For and, all of that. Oh, release the Snyder Cut. We won and shit. This is actually going to lead to something here because I don't know if you know this information about a certain movie that has been out, but the David Ayer cut has been rumored for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I heard about that too. I'm interested to see how this is kind of affecting our industry because I've heard oh, a lot it. of rumors of like more like the, the director's cuts being released which i think is great i think like i want to see more director's cuts attached to like dvds and or to dvds now with everything blu-ray or <laughs> yeah, digital yeah but um yeah i'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen there I, the, the director's cut versus the studio cuts well i mean director's cuts have always been a thing man the biggest i think the last big thing for a director's cut was the watchman one and yeah, I, which was so good. I rewatched that the other day, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Because we live in a world of Watchmen right now. So I'm like, "Let me watch a Watchmen thing real fast." <laughs> like, yeah, fuck it. Um, the reason why I was mentioning David Ayer cut and stuff like that is because one, it's amazing. Two, I'm with you on the seeing how our business is going to go through because you and I both work in film and television, so we're going to see what happens. But the thing is with David Ayer cut is, I believe. I believe I heard this, that there are actually going to be more mentions of what happened to Robin in that Suicide Squad. Okay, well, now I really want it. Now yeah. I want it even more. <laughs> right? It's like there were supposed to be some more mentions of what happened with Joker. Because Joker's supposed to be in a lot more and shit. And I know in the Suicide Squad movie when they had their like little thumbnails and shit with all the descriptions that mur- uh, Cole murdered Robin on there in that movie. And... We know Robin's dead in the DC Universe, Zack Snyder's verse, and all that shit. He's dead. Like, he's, fucking, he's dead, dead. And we don't know which one it was. They never said... They said it was Dick Grayson. They're like, wait, no, it's Jason Todd. All right. And then apparently there was supposed to be a scene in there where they talked about it a little bit or maybe showed something from Robin actually getting killed. Now, I might be wrong. Maybe this rumor was only a rumor rumor from it, but along with... It was in a list along with all the other stuff that was cut and what the movie was supposed to be. So I don't, I don't know, but we may be getting some more live action Robin if they do a David Ayer cut. Yeah, I want. I mean, I'm always down for some more live action Robin. We've got, we've got Titans, which mm-hmm. I've been, I've been really enjoying. Uh, I just hope. I mean, Dream Roll, Tim Drake. I want to get in there. Yeah, come on. Titans, the movies. Let's do. Let's do. I'll do any and all of it. Titans is filmed in fucking Vancouver. You're I, as far as I remember, they were. You're right it's in, there. Uh, it's in Toronto. It's in Toronto. You're still in the same country. It's right there. Come on. Yeah, I have, I have, I have my agents watching it. Do you really? Nonstop. Oh yeah, I, well, I've, I've told my agent. I said like, this is, this is the one. I was like, if we have to risk everything for it, I was like, I'm, I'm oh, going fuck. for this audition. Did if they... I have to fly to Toronto to audition, I'll do it. Did they look at you like you're crazy? 
a little bit, but yeah. my when I signed with my agent, we we talked about like comic books and super nerdy stuff. So mm. she's like down for Sweet. it. So I'm like perfect, and I've got I've got the the bow staff training and, and all that. I'm I'm like I'm ready. I have a fight reel put together of, of stunt work with the bow staff to send along. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, and I'm also thinking too. Is I remember a picture you posted the other day on Instagram as of this recording, and I'm like, God damn it, Tyler, fucking hell, because you're still ripped as shit, and it's still quarantine world. Unless there was another picture, I was like, God damn it, <laughs> what the hell. Uh, yeah, I got. I just recently got like a, a punching bag in my my apartment, oh, you're and now I get to out. do some boxing stuff that I'm really excited about. I did, a, I did a workout with it this morning. And 15 minutes in, though, I was like, <laughs> I was dead. Quarantine stomach. <gasps> Shit. The fast yeah, food deliveries. Quarantine for me is actually, like, I mean, like, it's super shitty right now what's going on in the world. Yeah. But I've been, like, I've been eating healthy, reading lots, watching lots of movies, working out. I'm super introverted, so for me, I'm like, ah, I, I get to stay home. And watch TV, which is what I would be doing. We play video games too. If I remember right, we talked a little bit about that. If oh, unless I'm mistaken, didn't we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. We, talked, we talked a lot for the the Film World podcast. Yeah, Jesus Christ, we did. We did. So I mean, it's back on right now because fans are gonna be like, "What the hell's going on?" The Robin role. I mean, Tim Drake's not been introduced or any even mentioned on the Titans, but going back to that dude. He works on that show too, and he and he's like something else you can relate to, you can motivate to be, and shit like that. In the Titans show for Dick Grayson, uh, not Jason Todd. Jason Todd's an asshole, and he he has a yeah, slight I've, thing against powered people. But besides the point, yeah, I've got I've got my ideas on on how to introduce um, Tim Drake into Titans and even into into Batwoman as oh, well. Shit. I've got I've got my my ideas for. Or how they could do that, or how I. I but I'm always putting myself in the role, so it's always like, well, how would I want to do that? <laughs> that's you're doing. So I mean, according to Kevin Smith, though, that's really good. Is that when you make something, put yourself in the role, so you know you got the job. <laughs> that's. A, I yeah, mean, it's exactly. a good advice. Yeah, it works. I. I was gonna say, what would those be? But I don't want you to give out gold on the podcast because there, there is people who work at the CW that listen to this. So I don't know. It's like a fifty-fifty shot of they steal your idea and then you're fucked. Or, or it's like, oh, they take your idea and they cast you. I don't know. Well, if they if if they want some ideas, they can they can shoot me a message on Instagram, but they have to cast me in it. <laughs> it's, it's a one in quotes thing. Oh. That's it. That's the one. Well, I who Michelle C. Smith, who trains me in stunt work with the bow staff, actually worked on Titan. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that before. In the, in, that's your in, in. In the last few episodes of, of season two. Brother, that's your so in right like, there. You got to go. I was like, I was like, it's a sign. <laughs> I was like, I, it's a sign. I'm already training with Michelle. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. Just pay her 50 bucks. Tell her to mention you in the next meeting or anything like that. Or like, I know yeah, this one here's guy. Some business cards. Just drop them on the set. Yeah. Just, just scatter them all around. <laughs> just like throwing them. Just like tossing them out, like it's a guy tossing dollar bills at a stripper. It's all over the set. Oh yeah, maybe not that much. Oh no. We want to be a little subtle. We want we want to we want people to be like, oh, 
kind of a guy. You know, he looks kind of interesting. Let's yeah. let's bring him in. Let's let's offer him the role of yes, yes, he could fit the role. I mean, even though if it's probably it could be a dream role or it could be like some, I don't know, some flashback or something like that. It, could, it still counts, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm. Well, I mean, like, I'm. I'm a huge fan of the whole, the whole uh, Batman family. I mean, like, I'd love to be Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. I mean, like, I'm a big Batman Beyond fan as well. So being Terry McGinnis, um, Tim Drake's just always been, been my guy. Yeah, yeah, man. I know people have asked me, and there's somebody asked me after listening to the film show. They're like, "Oh, Tyler talked about it. he's that dream role and whatnot for Robin," which we'll get back to in a second, but. I don't know what mine would be for a dream role at DC. I don't know. Like, any, like maybe is there something you could see me playing as? Because I don't know. Because I definitely want to one day do a role for DC or Marvel. It's it's a dream to do that. And whether or not it's an A or it could be, I could be fucking Condiment King and I'd still like die happy. <laughs> just, just saying. Oh, that was, Condiment King would be really funny, actually. Oh, no. Kite Man. Like, Kite, Kite Man. Man. I can cry over a dead son now from the war jokes and riddles. I can do that. That's fine. And I can definitely not maybe Kite Man from the Harley Quinn show. I don't know. But I don't I don't know. Like I don't know if there's one that's like I want to play. I don't know. Like like Iceman from the X-Men. Iceman from the X-Men? Oh. Yeah. If there's somebody that would be, who that's oh. my go-to Marvel one cuz Spider-Man's already cast. Yeah. But Iceman, yeah, I could see, I could see Iceman. For me or for you? For both. Oh, okay. I dig. I'll play the human one, and then you, or you can play the human one, and I'll do the mocap one, which just slightly looks like a different person. They're like, wait, is that two different people? No, no, <laughs> no, no, it's the same like, people. No, it's, 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 it's Iceman. Yes, yes, yes. He just looks a little bit more different. He looks a lot more pudgier than uh, than being the fit dude in human form. <laughs> Oh yeah, pudgy, okay. pudgy Iceman yeah. played by Dakota Morgan. <laughs> nah, big buff Iceman played by Dakota Morgan. That's true. Holy shit! You, you, no one has seen me incredibly buff. I lost a little bit of weight by gaining something back in quarantine, but you would. See, oh man, if there's a fan out there who likes to do fan art, please turn us into Iceman, <laughs> or or Tyler and and Robin, please. Or we're like Firestorm. Oh, <gasps> that would be. Yeah, you know what? I could see you as Firestorm. Oh. Oh, that's some big shoes to fill, too. Oh, okay. Like That big... would be a fun one. I do like I like Firestorm as well. I, I want to see him back on the Flash CW show. I can play younger Firestorm from uh, Earth that somehow I, I went through the wormhole and somehow made it from another parallel Earth like they've been doing. That's fine. Yeah, do that. Bring it. Come on. I don't know. Maybe something with Crisis changed. And, and and you don't look like Robbie Amell, but you look like Dakota Morgan. Yes, I'll take it. That is a good compliment. Um, shit. Now you got to be hyped up, man. We're going to do <laughs> It's like hashtag Dakota for Firestorm and then hashtag Tyler for Robin. And that's going to be the new things. I'm going to put that in for the show notes. I hope you know that. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. Well, what else do you have for why? We'll get back to it. Like why Robin works. Like what else do you have for why the character works? Calling you out on your notes. Well, Robin also brings a, a, a greater family to Batman. Oh shit! Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, right, I mean, like, I don't know if you read the 
Pennyworth R.I.P. <gasps> comic book. Yes. I skimmed, I skimmed but, through a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I really, really liked that one because you, you got to see more of that family dynamic. My name is Andrew, and I am the host of a show called Rage Hunter. And on Rage Hunter, we cover the latest news and what's trending in the gaming industry with just a hint of some sarcasm and rage. You probably have this hole, you know, this void in your life that you don't know how to fill. Well, Rage Hunter is going to fill it. And the best part is we are everywhere. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, Podbean, Instagram, Twitter. So that way you can get as much rage in your life as possible. And some news while you're at it. So come check us out and be a part of the greatest gaming podcast in the universe. See you there. Yeah. Right, that I think people can relate to. I mean, like we said, there's so many Robins that they all have their own unique personality. Yeah, their and, own problems, that, their own world sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, so it just kind of brings more of that, that family dynamic of them, them bickering. I mean, like, obviously, like, Damien and, and Tim have this, this weird rivalry. Yeah. Right? Like it, just, yeah. it just brings more of a family dynamic to this, this world yeah. that's all interconnected. Oh, man. It's... Are you so you're a fan of the Bat Family, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, there's been a lot of flack I've discovered because I am. I want to put on record, I am too. Not no bullshit, no rub and tug here. I am honestly telling the truth. I love the Bat Fan for those reasons. But a lot of people are saying that's been it's been tracking more and more and more is that Batman doesn't need Robin and Bat Fam shouldn't happen. It's just Batman. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. That was probably 30, 40 years ago. But in a new era for the past 20 years, there has to be a Robin. Like we mentioned earlier, there there has to be a Robin, and there has to be a Bat family. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, in like future iterations, we've kind of seen what happens without a Bat family, Mm -hmm. both to to Batman and the rest of the Robins. I mean, I think in, in the detective run with, with, with Tim Drake at the helm of it, which are some of my favorite comic books. They had a future Tim Drake come in, and oh, it was like no. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I, something happened to Batman. Dick Grayson tried to be Batman for a while, but that didn't happen. I think like Damian Wayne left off to join the League of Assassins. Like we kind of see what happens when they're when they don't have a family, because they're all. I mean, for the most part, they're all orphans. It's true, actually. Yeah, technically, and there was no for the most part. Well, yeah, Damien. God damn it, keeps going back to him. Well, yeah, Damien. Damien's got his got dad, Bruce, and Talia. Tim. Tim had um, he had both his parents when he became Robin, lost his lost his mother, and then later in Identity Crisis, lost his father. Yes. Um. But yeah, they're they are each other's families. Yeah. Right, and, yeah. and we see in in those like dark futures kind of what happens when they don't have that family so they all not just batman batman doesn't it's not just batman who needs a family it's, it's all of them who yeah. need a family and i think robin shows too that no matter how fucked up your family is you'll always come together in times of need totally. and you still care about each other like yeah that that's one of those things and i think though we might differ because i want to ask you this because i think we might differ because you've been reading the robin solo books 
But to me, I think Robin always needs a team. Like, he works way better when he's on a team. Like, you, you, I don't know. You may be, I'm, are you on the side where he's good solo too but or no? Interesting. I think he can be oh, – that's such a tough question because I do really like Robin with like the Teen Titans. Young Justice, um, Teen Titans, the Bat Family. I mean, there's so many different things. And solo Robin? Yeah, I mean, maybe? right now I'm a little, I'm a little biased because I, I want more Tim Drake. So I want more of like a solo series, which which we've seen can work with Kendrick. We had the Robin series, and we had which led into the Red Robin. Yes, series. Yeah. I just I'm I'm biased because I feel like Kendrick is kind of the forgotten Robin sometimes. Yeah, nowadays he is, but for about like fifteen to twenty years he wasn't. That's the thing. Oh yeah, definitely not. Nowadays though, he's he's the forgotten Robin because he's not the first one that's Dick Griffin. He's not the one that died that's Jason Todd. Yep. And he's not the blood heir, which is Damian Wayne. And they put him in space jail for like a year or two. Like Superman's dad, Jor-El, who was somehow alive due to Doctor Manhattan and all that shit. He put him in space jail because they're like, we just need to forget about Tim Drake even more. It's Red Robin. So they put him in space jail for like a year. I remember that now. Yeah, like, I know. Shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? I thought they killed him. Like, when I read that book, they're like, oh, Tim Drake dies when I heard about it. I mean, I don't know. I, I think was it was a dr- heartbroken. Right. I, I was heartbroken reading those comics because I was finally like, I was like, this is it because it was right after the new 52 with, with, with Tim Drake. Which yeah. Is yeah. A little bit of a, of a sketchy topic there. But I was like, this is it. I was like, I, I love the new Red Robin costume. I was like, we've got him being the leader of this team in detective comics. And it's, it's all about Tim Drake, which I love. And then I was like, yeah. They're gonna kill him. <laughs> it was ballsy. It was a ballsy move when I heard that. I'm like, there's no way they're gonna kill Tim. Like, new fans are gonna be like, Tim who? Us older friends, like, fuck you, don't do it. <laughs> don't do that at all. You're breaking yeah. our hearts. Like, I gotta admit, I shed a tear or two when I saw that. And then there was immediately taken away when I was like, oh, Jarrell took it. Like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah. yeah, where I was like, oh, he was. He was just teleported, which I thought was also a really good story. It was. Wait, which one, though? Like, the teleportation story or Jor-El himself? The the idea of, of Tim Drake being teleported, just mm. in terms of seeing how everyone reacted. Because, I mean, when, when Dick Grayson, quote-unquote, died, yeah, Batman still knew. Yeah. Right? So there was still kind of that, okay, yeah, we, we know. But with this, it was like, well, Batman didn't know, Stephanie didn't know, so you got to see all their reactions. And then the reactions when he came back. Yes, I remember that. The reactions were like, it was heartfelt, I believe, if I remember correctly here, trying to remember that storyline. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, I loved that. I thought that was great. And then they had the future Tim Drake as well, which was a really interesting storyline. Oh, fuck yeah, that was throwing me for a loop. I'm like, ooh, what? Um. Now I got a question for you though, as a, because I I will admit I will admit on record, I love Robin with a passion. You love Robin way more than I do. Like you're you're definitely the more Robin fan here. I I'll put it on record and say it. I'm a man of honor. And what would be your story? I want I'm curious because of that. What would be your storyline you want to see Robin in that's not happened yet? Because we all have one as fans. We're like this is a dream storyline. Like what would it be? Oh, that's. I, I mean, we have we have Tim and Young Justice right now. Mm-hmm. 
But I I want to see like not necessarily a solo series, but I would love to see a series that is just focused on Tim Drake and Stephanie Brown. Ooh, ooh, that would be good. Oh my god! Yeah, because they're like like that's who I I like Tim Drake with yeah. is is with Stephanie Brown, and I think because they they teased at the end of of. Kim Drake's Detective Comics run. Um, him and Steph kind of drove off into the sunset to figure <laughs> yeah. out what was going on with the the universe. Yeah. And they they touched on that a little bit. I think I think um, Brian Michael Bendis is going to revisit that. I think I saw him make a post saying that there's going to be like a whole issue about them, oh, which great. I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to see more of them. I mm. mean. Because what we've got, we've got the Solo Nightwing series. We've got the, not necessarily the Solo Red Hood series, but we've got Red Hood Outlaws with the Outlaws. Uh, they've changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'd love to see, I'd love to see uh, Tim Drake and Stephanie Brown. Drake and Spoiler. Oh, yeah. That would be, that would be amazing. I, I'm not even kidding. That is, I want that. I really want that. Oh, like it's, it's just when you do I'm at a loss for words. And on a podcast, I know that helps out fucking greatly. But, you know, I, it's one of those where you didn't think about it. And it's, oh, my God. If you get hired at DC, because I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, I'm going to be like, God damn it. I have five comics out. Three right now. Five by the end of the year. And fucking hell, I'm tired of going to DC with one idea. Fuck. <laughs> it's hopeless. Um. That would be amazing. I don't know. Like, yeah, you base where do you base it? Really do you base it in Gotham? Um, or is it like you said that Bendis is doing? You know, go around explore the new universe and shit. I don't. I don't know if if it would be because I still kind of want it grounded in that kind of bad family um, world. But mm. I think. It, it could be it could be anywhere. It could be traveling through cities. They could just be following leads. They could be it could be it could be anywhere. I want it, like I still want it on Earth. I think yeah. just, uh, like I like that that groundedness. But yeah, they could they could literally just be following leads that could take them anywhere. I think I there's a storyline I want to see, and I was thinking about it. It might top yours. I'm not gonna be honest here. It's have a pissing match. I think one that I would want to see is a team up book, right? It's a team up, but instead of Stephanie Brown, one this is a this is a Robin storyline I've thought about for a while. I wanted to see is him. It's Tim Drake teamed up with Jason Todd, Red Hood, and he's teamed up with them because he's getting help from them. As uh, Tim Drake has to go undercover in one of the villains' uh, games, and so he has to rise up through the ranks of this uh, one of the supervillains in Gotham. I don't could be anybody and rise up through the ranks in order to take him down or her down i don't know that could be that could be really good i'm gonna i'm I'm just gonna say one thing i think that's a great idea i love that in in the red robin comic books he kind of does that with the league of assassins fuck yeah but yeah yeah but it's not yeah but they're I would say there's a difference but, between but I, like, like street level villain versus a international yeah, league of that, that is true. I think that would be really cool. Another idea that I really want is 
is just like a bat family series. Mm, that would work. We need it's that. Just a, it's just a, it's just a team up series. Like I love, I love the relationship with with Tim Drake and Dick Grayson. It's such a brotherly relationship. Oh, yeah. So I want to see more of that dynamic. But if it was just like the four Robins in main continuity doing like even if it was like a mini series doing a mm. team up together. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess we did kind of get that in the the, the Robin War. Oh yeah, that's r- I actually I will admit this. I never read that. Was it good? I really liked it, but I'm yeah. a big sucker for Robin, so I might be biased. You might be. I mean, this whole episode, you're kind of being biased here, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, totally. I'm I'm totally biased. I love my Robin, so I'm always like, this is great. <laughs> I actually, so after the, this is a true story, and I was going to text you this, but I'm like, ah, wait till we talk again. This will be on the safe side. This doesn't seem weird. But I actually was going to text you a picture because I went out to the store and I got some necessities and whatnot because that was a while ago. And, you know, I had mask on, all that other shit. I'm like, you know what, though? I got my stuff I need to get. It was like cat food or something and kitty litter. And I'm like, you know, let me check the toy aisle. It was a common thing as a collector. I went down to have the uh, Target has their, like, weird sort of kitty, sort of teenage, sort of, not really, eh, sort of adult, like, toy line out. But they have these miniature mi- mystery minifigures. And there's, like, Clayface, there's Red Hood, there's Luchador Bane, like, a lot of good ones. I'm like, yeah, 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 let me get this. And, I'm, you know, I'm hoping for Clayface or something like that because I love him with a passion. And I open it up, and it, I had Robin. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, see, like, like, I just oh. got a big grin. I was like, yes, Robin. Yeah, I was. I was happy, and I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. I wish, I, you know, maybe, maybe I'll text it, but I'm like, ah, after this, I'll probably text it a picture if I get a Robin thing again. I'll be like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I should have sent this to Tyler or something. <laughs> I'll send you, like, ten of them and be like, hey, I hope you get a Robin, man. If not, I'm so sorry. I just immediately yeah, thought I, of you. Yeah. Like, oh. Love me some Robin. But, like, have you read um, the Detective comic run with Tim Drake? Because Clayface is a huge part of that. He is. That's why when you're mentioning Batfam in that series, like, do you include Clayface? Because he's, yeah, I mean, he's with Spoiler and all that stuff now. And, yeah, Clayface is a, I mean, let's be honest here. They're rebooting the universe in, like, a two, couple months anyway, I think. I don't know anymore. But they're rebooting the universe soon, so he's not going to be for soon, for long, I should say. But I actually really dug Clayface as a good guy. I love Clayface as a villain. Yeah, I really liked that. It, it kind of threw me for a loop at the beginning, where I was like, oh, this is interesting. But then, like, the more I was reading, I was like, I'm really down for this. The Bat Family mm. is huge now, by the way. What now? The Bat Family is huge oh, now. Oh, God, yeah. It's it's so many people. Like, um, oh, what was the one? You found out that, well, it's not really in canon, but you remember the or know of the series for DC called Deceased? Oh, yeah. Did you read the Unkillables? Like, the third one just came out, but the first two were out before the I COVID. I haven't read, I think I might have read the first one, but I haven't I haven't been to my comic book store in, well, since I, I quarantined mm. back in, in the beginning of March. Mm. Yeah. So I haven't, I literally, I quarantined the day before the Robin 80th anniversary special came out. And I haven't, I didn't want to, I don't want to read any of them online. Like, I want to have them. Yeah. So I haven't read any any new comic books that have been coming out. 
Oh, man. I got to say is that when you do, though, go, you have to pick up. Now, by the way, you're playing a lot more safe than I am. But then I've been wearing masks and I did curbside pickup for a little bit. But um, I would say you have to read it. You read the first issue. And I think it was in the first issue. You find out that Jim Gordon is actually a member of the Bat family. Like he made him a member. Yeah. Yeah. I like that with a passion. Like, you know what? Fuck yes. I want that to be in canon because he is a member of the Bat family no matter what you say. And people disagree with me, oh, but yeah. to them I say, nay. He's definitely, I mean, I've always considered, like, I just kind of see he's just always there. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yes. Oh, course yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we, I mean, if we're talking all about it, we have to talk about what is your all-time favorite Robin story? Because in your notes, I'm, I'm testing him again, even though I believe you 100%, but what is your number one Robin story, do you think? That's so tough. That really is. I do. Like, I, I, I literally, I wrote down so many here. Um, oh, shit. I don't know if I can think of, like, my number one. I can list a few of my favorites. Like, I loved, I recently read The the Batman Beyond Run with Tim Drake. Mm, I heard about that one. And I, I loved that. I thought that was great. Um, I mean, I really liked the Detective Comic Run. My favorite. Oh, God. If it helps, I can go I first I, if you want. I, I think I've got it. Okay, I which got, I'll, I'll narrow it down here. It was, for a while, it was it was between, like, the Red Robin series and some of the Robin miniseries, but I think my favorite one might be um, the second Robin miniseries, where he, he faces off with Joker. Oh, shit, yeah. I think that might be like it, it's kind of his one of the like oh I mean Batman was away so it was his first time with the Joker mm. especially after Jason Todd's death and you get this like beautiful monologue that he's talking to his uh, to his father who's in a coma at that point and he's just and this is what I've also really liked about Tim Drake is he's so unsure of himself at times yeah. especially in the earlier years um, yeah, there was just like a lot of beautiful character development, and and yeah, I think that one might be, might be, might be my number one. It's up there for sure. Yeah, and no, it was. I asked you an impossible. I asked you choose your favorite child. Like, <laughs> here you go. Yeah, good I know. luck. Oh man, um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mine is actually it's not even comics, believe it or not. Mine is from Batman the animated series. And, oh, I, I think I know which one this is going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put together two and two, yeah, and you're a smart cookie. Is the one where he falls in love with this girl, right? Because, you know, I relate hard to that. And it turns out that girl is just a piece of clay face that went on its own and became sentient. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I that cried was... like a bitch, man. I cried like a bitch. <laughs> There's, there is no... If ends or butts, I bawled. I'm like, oh my god, I've been that so much. It's like, ah. Yeah, that the animated series is so, so good. Yeah, yeah. Morbid for that show, oh, to be right, honest I, with you. Morbid storyline, but it, oh, oh. Yeah, they just didn't they just release a comic book that is following that same storyline. <gasps> what? I feel like I'm pretty sure they did that. It's it's like continuing in that universe. But I, oh, I did hear, yes, because didn't Kevin Conroy do a voice for that? 
Like he yeah, read it online. He did, yeah, he read, yeah. Yeah, he, he did a live stream for it or something like that. Wait, 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 wait. And he read. It's continuing that Clayface storyline, though? Not the, not the Clayface one, like that universe. It's oh. continuing that universe. Oh, you gave me a heart attack, Tyler. As much as I gave you one this right before we started recording, I'm like, <gasps> I was like, oh my God, I am going to buy so much books. <laughs> but I mean, that, yeah. Uh, my bad. My yeah. bad. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, you got my hopes up. I was probably going to buy that and just read the shit out of it. But, uh, no, okay, I do dig that. I got to check that out. That's one thing I got to check out. Still. Have you read any of it or no? Or because quarantine. No, I haven't read. Yeah. It, it, came out, it came out right after I was I was isolating. Yeah, shit. Shit. Yeah, or what's another? I mean, The Return of the Joker, the Batman Beyond movie. Oh. Oh, that, oh my God! That hit me in the feels. I can't. Heartbreaking. Oh, folks at home, if you want a good cry, just go on YouTube and look up the Tim Drake Batman Beyond scenes. Uh, for uh, Return it's of the Joker. So, it's, oh, it's so powerful that oh. scene. I rewatched it not too long ago, and it's oh my God. You cry. You just cry. You one you cry, yeah. you feel so heartbroken, and you're like, you just you just want to hold little Tim, man. I'm gonna cry talking about it. You just want to hold Tim and be like, it's okay, it's okay. And especially like, I think that moment where you're like, oh, this is astonishment, but that moment where it goes from the laughing and like <laughs> from that, and all of a sudden to which was spot on, Jesus, and to uh, just the crying for like a minute, and I think. I think if Batman held him, or it was Batgirl, like they both. I think Batgirl came in, and they were both they were both holding him, if I remember right, because she got done dealing with Quinn. But either way, someone, yeah, 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 they're both holding him. I think, I think you you just recently watched it, so you should be able to know. I think it was. I I think it was. I think it was Batgirl. This back, yeah, and she was, yeah, and oh, oh, and he's, and then you find out he's like still going to therapy, and I think he was taking medication too. If I remember yeah, that, right. I mean, yeah. that whole, was it Batgirl? I can't remember now. Either way, somebody was holding him and crying with him. Like I, I, Either one. It was one of the two, either Batman or Batgirl. Because Batgirl was in it because she basically was involved with the, you thought, the death of Harley Quinn. And it turns out, no, it's not true. But because um, she has kids and they're fucking Joker goons, which is amazing. But um, old lady Harley. Gotta love it. There is the thing with, uh, shit, with that. It's just that crying. And that that honestly might be my second favorite of Robin storylines. Yeah, that one. I, I I'm a big fan of. There was a one issue, one issue in in the Robin series. It was Robin one fifty six. Oh, okay. And it was it was like, and it's very specific. <laughs> it was know. like a, a a suicide prevention issue. Oh and, shit. And and this kind of comes back to like why Robin works is uh, Robin saved someone mm. from from jumping off a building and, and at that point it's like it's it's quite in the the depth of, of Tim Drake dealing with the loss of Stephanie Brown uh, Superboy Kid Flash and his dad mm. right and it was still kind of that like seeing a light yeah. at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. And that's like, cause I read that one cause I couldn't find all the Robin comic books at my, my comic book shop. So I had to, I bought them all on the DC app and read them 
And that was one where I was like, I need to buy this in person. I was like, I need to go in, buy this one. Because I had already read it. I was like, I loved it. I need to buy this comic book right now. Yeah. That was another really, really good one. Man, we got deep at near the end of the fucking show, man. <laughs> we got seriously yeah, deep. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Okay, what are some funny ones? Oh. I mean, we can also just talk about Tim Drake in high school. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, because I'm you not dating all the, like, the, the original, the Chuck Dixon ones. And oh. it's just all him in high school, and it's so funny. Well, I mean, that goes back to reliability on that one. You know, we've all been that. We've there was something I watched, and it was like, oh, in high school, and you were, I can't remember the damn name of it, and it was like relatability of and being in high school and such like that, and being bummed, or no, being like, there was a secret life, and all this other, oh, there was something going on. I can't remember. Besides the point, though, we've all been that Tim Drake in high school. That's was that is a hundred percent the truth. Like, well, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But, oh. Yeah, I mean, like I was. I, I still am. I'm the most awkward person. Are you sure I, about like, that? My social skills are not the best. Well, this is like, this is my element. Oh, it's just comic like, books? Yeah. Like, we've, we've been talking about comic books, and, and we, in like in the Film World podcast, we, we talked about Star Wars and, and yeah. this and that. So, like, this is, I'm like, oh, of course. But if you throw me at like a party, I'm like, so does anyone want to talk about comic books? You're like, no, man, but we can talk about TikTok. Fuck you. <laughs> like, get out of here with that. that oh. Yeah, I'm like, Star Wars, though? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll stretch it out. I'll stretch it a little bit thin here. Codename Kids Next Door? <laughs> maybe? Yeah. Oh, Codename Kids Next Door. So good. <laughs> I fell in a hole the other day, man, and it was with some friends of mine, and we were going through, like, oh, what was some uh, cool TV intros? Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Codename Kids Next Door, Ed, Ed, and Andy. Somehow Angry Beavers made that list. I don't know how, but they were, oh, man. My whole childhood is flashing back to me right now. Yeah, right? It was. If you go on that YouTube hole, like, I'd say tonight, just go on YouTube hole and type it all in and just watch all of them in, like, crystal clear HD. Because my TVs were not HD growing up with those shows. And you watch them all, you're like, oh, my God. But also, before we end the show, kind of Codename Kids Next Door. Before I forget, because I will forget it. Is there's a live stream on YouTube? There's a couple live streamers, and they always are on, and they're always streaming Codename Kids Next Door episodes. Yeah, I might have to check that out afterwards. <laughs> I think I think the rest of my week has just been occupied. Yeah, like well, uh, the agent calls. Hey, are you doing okay? Yes. Is, is that it? Yeah, yes. I haven't slept. In, <laughs> I haven't slept in 24 hours, but yes. It's a 24-hour live stream, too. I had it on when I was doing a talk show once. We had it on. I don't know. Well, well, we didn't do video recording that time. And so we're like, ah, let's put something on the big monitor in the studio. Like, sure. And we were doing and stuff in there, and it was only audio that time. And they're like, what do you want to put up? I'm like, ah, put up Codename Kids Next Door. And they're like, oh, okay. Studio manager found it. He's like, there's a live stream, a 24-hour live stream. Like, oh, get the fuck out. No. Put that sucker up. And everybody in the show was like, yes, put it up. And we just we were doing like talk this jokes. And we had Codename Kids Next Door for about two hours. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yeah, that's amazing. It was My good. weekend has been ruined. Oh, I'm or so happy. Not I, ruined. I mean, it has been made better. It's, it's See? See? You're going to sit down. Uber Eats. Oh, no. Uber Eats. I don't know. Is there Uber Eats in Canada? 
We, Vancouver just got Uber like a few months ago. What? Yeah, I know. It's super bizarre. Oh, I bet you they're doing really well now. <laughs> I bet you they're really well, doing maybe not well. right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, we are over the hour mark. Tyler and we got to end the show because we both know we're on the track to go down a lot of rabbit holes uh, but I gotta yeah. say man is thank you for coming on to the show yeah of course thank you for having me I mean I'm I'm always down to talk about comic books and I mean we just talked about Robin so hell yeah also I guess we should sum up those are the reasons why Robin works yes all those are, including Codename Kids Next Door, those are the reasons why Robin works. Don't worry about it. It yeah. all counts. It all comes together. Boom. We tied it up with a nice little bow. Exactly. Uh, now, man, where can people find you at at social media? Um, the only social media I use is my Instagram, which is Ty underscore Cotton. So it's T-Y underscore Cotton like the fabric. Yes. Oh, yeah, that is the only social media I use. I keep thinking you, you, uh, you do more of that. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not the best at social media, so I've I've really limited myself to Instagram. I'll be honest with you. Right now is the perfect time to only be having an Instagram. <laughs> oh man, it's a hot bit of a mess on social media. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean oh, you can boy. find my Twitter. I have Twitter. Do you really? I don't know what the handle is because I, I I don't use it. Yeah, didn't you delete <laughs> it if I remember right? You like completely gone off the phone. I could have. Oh, yeah, it's off my phone completely. Yeah. Uh, there's still an account somewhere. You can find it. Yeah. It's, it's on there. But yeah. Instagram's the one I use. Sweet. We'll end it just now. And, again, Tyler, thanks for coming on, man. And to my fellow comic fans out there, stay classy, Gothamites. <laughs>